As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thanks for tuning in. Hang out with us. We appreciate all of you. Syracuse will finish the regular season with a losing record for the first time in 53 years since the 68-69 season where they finished 9-16 and under Danforth. Uh, it's the first time, obviously, for Coach Beheim in his 46-year tenure as head coach. You'll hear from us. We'll hear from you in fan feedback, and the Orange will take on Florida State in the ACC tournament. For their third matchup this year, Wednesday, March 9th, game is set for noon. We'll let you know what we think about that. The winner of that game will take on Duke the following day. So, just tons of good stuff. Hit after hit. Right, Joe? Oh, yeah. So much. Fun stuff. Fun so stuff. good stuff. Uh, agonizing is a word I would use. Disappointed. That's another one. Pretty upset yesterday. I know all of you were. We'll get some of your thoughts. We're going to try to cruise through this montage as it's just a. Um, it wasn't. There wasn't a whole lot in it. Okay. No, it's about five minutes, right? It was about five minutes. Coach clearly did not want to be there, and um, you know, I just got all the little tidbits I could, and um, you know, there's one last. There's one last coach montage moment for the regular season, um, which was, you know, just one more last sting to the Syracuse media before the ACC <clears throat> tournament starts. So, with that said, let's hear what Coach had to say after the game. Really disappointed for our seniors. They played a great game. And at the end of the day, we're bad against full-court pressure. Joe's got to get the ball up. He dribbled it off his leg. Cold has it wide at half court, loses it. Uh, you know, you can't do that. We played a great game. We wanted to keep more from shooting. We did. We wanted to make him go inside. We did. We didn't get much help inside from Frank, but I thought Barama was good. But we played as well as we can play, but we can't handle their pressure, and we should. Joe just gave it up twice, and Cole gave it up, and you can't do that in those situations. Yeah. Jeff, when you reflect on the season, what will you remember? I'm not remember anything right now. Can you talk a little bit about no. 
Yeah, I know what you want. I'm not going to talk about anything except this game. If it's about this game, you can ask me. Before the game, when you went to the No, I'm not going to talk about anything except this game. What does it mean for you that Buddy captured the ACC scoring title? I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about winning games, and we didn't win. That's all. Help us against the pressure, and you know Frank was getting wasn't you know able to get it. So I thought he'd help us against pressure. He's a pretty good rebounder. He didn't block out and gave up a basket. Same as the Indiana game. Same thing. You mentioned limiting more. Uh, and Miami's a team I think only hit three three pointers all game. Well, what kind of went into that? That well, we wanted to extend. We we did a good job defensively. We did what we wanted to do there. Um, it, the turnovers beat us. It wasn't there. I mean, they're going to score. Yeah, they're going to score. But the turnover, we had the game won, and we, we turned the ball over and gave, gave the game. Everything we did was would have won the game. Everything, except the turnovers. And Jimmy missed some easy shots. You know, Cole, they did a good job. Cole can't get his shot when they pressure him. He has to have room, and if teams pressure him, he can't score. He hasn't been able to score all year. And uh, Jimmy got some really good opportunities, I thought, down low. But, you know, he didn't convert some of the easy ones he had. And, uh, but, you know, offensively, we scored enough. We stopped him enough. We lost the game because we couldn't we get the ball up the court. That's embarrassing. And uh, it shouldn't happen. But we are not good against pressure, basically. All right? Thanks, all right, the coach montage is brought to us first by Athletic Greens. Tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. One with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, mineral, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, adapted to a wide range of diets. It contains one, less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting immune supporting vitamin D and five free trial packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform free to download news, talk to us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Uh, perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app. It's free at iOS or Android stores. Create a profile, link it to your Twitter account, and join the league or group that that suits you. Follow us at Cuse Militia to be notified when our room goes live again. I'll say it again. We'll be going live during the show on the Spotify Green Room app. Anything other than that on uh, ColorCast would be not included in the podcast. So, all right. Thank you, Athletic Greens. Thank you, ColorCast. Okay, Joe, let's just start at the top of this thing. I'm having a little time of the regular season. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, disappointed for the seniors, Coach says. Yes. Uh, look, we talked about how much there was to play for in this game. They just couldn't handle the double teams at the end of the game. They got way more aggressive, that being Miami. Um, you know, I was hoping that we would get a whistle or something to send these guys, one of these guys to the line. Um, couldn't handle a lot of trouble getting the ball up. Joe obviously had issues. Um, coach, you can tell they're very frustrated in the post game press conference and I don't blame them. I mean, I'd be frustrated too. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, you can put the blame on him. You can put the blame on the players. The truth is, it's probably a little bit of both. Um, you know, there was one point there where I guess should have, would have, could have called a timeout with Swider at half court once he finally got the ball over. Um, you know, we're missing three players. You know, we're missing starting center. We're missing a backup point guard. It would have been a, a tremendous help at some points during this game. They pressed almost the whole second half. Just wasn't as aggress- as aggressive as we saw in the last couple minutes. So, yeah, you, you, you know, I mean, they turned it up, but they were pressing the whole game, and Syracuse was doing a good job. It just wasn't an aggressive press, and you know, no, but it, it wears like on you. Said, well, yeah, it wears on you, and you know, I think that they really Miami just they did a good job of controlling their aggressiveness and when they were going to turn it up and not. I mean, you know, they played very physical and I know that there's probably going to be some comments about the refs and we'll get to that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they talked about it even in the, um, the broadcast and they were saying how this is going to end up wearing on them. Let's see how they are because we knew that they only, and we only had seven scholarship players. And I mean, pretty much it was both John Bull and Frank on the bench. Like so, we don't have any guards. Yeah, because yeah, Barama started the game this this week, right? Or this, this and they sat there and they brought in waves. They brought in waves of of players um, to really put the pressure on on um, on our guys, and it eventually got to us. And near the end, when you're down eight points and you need to start taking some chances and, and pressing to try to get the game, you know, back. Um, then that's how a team is going to play, and um, things just really went their way. I mean, we helped them too, but I mean, you're talking about two jump balls, right? We had two jump balls, so we gave up the possession, and then there was another time where we got a jump ball. Yeah, well, and we thank God, thank God, we had the possession, but then Frank got it stolen from him. Then Joe dribbled it off of his chest, and then Cole got it stolen from behind. I mean, it was just an absolute, I mean, nightmare. And to be perfectly honest with you, I wasn't surprised. 
Uh, well, you told I me mean, you, you, you told me at halftime you thought it was going to happen. Um, did and I not? I, and you did. And I just I was just optimistic, and, and you know it's funny we were up eighteen in both of these losses. Miami has overcome some significant deficits this year, not only to Syracuse twice, but to multiple teams, and um, they're just doing what they've done all year. They didn't show us anything different. They are who they've been. Um, yeah, you know, well, I I want to go through. I'm going to skip one thing in the montage real quick. I'm going to go out of order because we're talking about we're kind of talking about it right now. That was the worst, the worst one minute of basketball in in in, in, in that, that I've have. ever that I that you could ever have that I could ever remember. Okay, you've got you're up by seven right at the one minute mark. Um, Augusty hits a jumper. Now, now you're up by five, right? Syracuse timeout. Anselm turns the ball over. Uh, Charlie Moore uh, with the steal. McGusty again, another jumper. Uh, gets it to within three. Joe Girard off the knee or whatever the hell that was. He was trying to. He was trying to get a. He was flopping a little bit for a foul. That's what it looked like to me. Okay, that's just how how it looked to me. And he lost control <laughs> of the ball. Um. Miami possession, 30 seconds left at this point, up by three. Charlie Moore missed a three-pointer. Um, Miller with the offensive rebound, he lays it in. So terrible on the boards, even though Syracuse did come in the plus of that. But um, on, when it mattered, didn't, it didn't matter. Uh, yeah. 15 seconds left after that. Cole Swider finally gets the ball over. We talked about it. Shoulda, woulda, coulda called the timeout. Um, Charlie Moore steals the ball. Again, this kid is all over the place, right? Uh, buddy fouls. Now this is this is really where things get effed all the hell, and up by <clears throat> one at this point. Fourteen G- seconds. Four, yeah, yeah. Fourteen seconds. Thir- Thirteen, 13 seconds. and some change. Yeah. Charlie Moore missed the free throw. You got to, got to, got to get the rebound. It is totally unacceptable the fact that John Bull does not box out here and get this rebound. Uh, mm. it, terrible offensive rebound by Miller. He lays it in. Up by two. Joe Girard missed jumper. This is the dribbling around thing that he does, and then he chucks up just an ugly ball, right? No, it's what he did against North Carolina, made it against North Carolina, but Miller still. Yeah, Miller rebound, Jimmy fouls. Miller, two made free throws, down by three. Got to try something. They're trying to get the ball to Buddy. Couldn't get it to him. Jimmy has a decent look in motion, though. Never gets to set his feet. Just a little short and hits the uh, the side of the rim from from you know the in front of the Syracuse bench and yeah. um, that's it that's your last yeah. minute up by seven right before the one minute mark and lose by three and lose by three a 10-0 run in like on a your mom's minute. birthday on your mom's birthday on senior night we just talked about like how much there was on the line yeah and, but I, I'll tell you. <laughs> This is why people say what they say about Joe Girard, these little things. Because when you look at it overall, the whole game, did he have some some turnovers? Yeah. But up until that point, I wouldn't even – up until the last minute, I really wouldn't even have said that he was playing a, a bad game, you know? Um, he only had then, two turnovers for the game, I mean, when you look at it, at the end of the day. and um, No, and both of them were dribbling out of bounds. But either way – Both of them were at the end of the game. But either way – to me, that's like, why, 
why is that his shot? You know, I mean, you're down one. Buddy's having the game that he's having. It's senior night. He shot the ball with six seconds still to go. So it's not like we didn't have time to make another play or pass it off, you know. So just him having the turnover and then turning around and then that, that whole thing happening and then him taking that shot, it's, to me, it was just like, this is why people, they make that joke about Sienna Joe and how he should be playing Sienna instead of Syracuse, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we got we have some of that, yeah. Fan so, yeah, yeah, so, right. So, and it's a situation where it's like those pivotal plays and those pivotal moments where he just is like, what are you doing? Because to me, it's like you got a bad turnover and then you got Buddy who's, shooting and playing the way that he's playing like to me that's got to be buddy's shot that's i don't know and again that's that's what you don't want to see you that's still, what you don't want to see from joe especially after a turnover so all that just it just you have me. a you have a timeout there but you can't use it right i mean you can't so you could i guess you got I me mean, it was three seconds left though that's really tough you could get it over half court and call and call the last time out, really, if you want. Oh, to. like the last shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the shot. Yeah, with Jimmy. that's tough. That one's tough. You know, at that point, it was like I thought it was. I mean, you just had to do what you could do. Um, right. Look, if Buddy would have gotten one of those shots, either the Joe Girard one or the one with Jimmy, uh, this is not a, a huge deal. Coach was asked, "What do you What are you going to take away from the season, or what do you what, what are you most fond of, or what's the greatest memory, or so, something along those lines?" And he, he he didn't you know, obviously, didn't want to answer that. Not in the mood for it. And can I I, can, I don't blame him, but um, you know, typical fashion for coach, he didn't <laughs> want, he didn't want to be there. Uh, no, look, and like I said before, that's that is going to be like the end of that game, and and, and Joe. Dribbling it off his leg or his body or whatever out of bounds for the turnover and him just going down and taking that shot, trying to play hero ball. Like, that's just how I'm going to think about this season. Yes, I agree. No, this season is, is look, I told, so you, I told you yesterday. That here's, here's one of the, there, you're right. Here's one of the, the, the year of the, you know, this, you know, shit just doesn't work out like it does in the movies, man. You know, and this is just, this is just a finger and eye to that. And um, this is maybe one disadvantage of coming to um, our podcast is that, especially me, I'm 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 emo- I'm I have an emotional, you know, connection with the team, and I get pissed, and so I don't come here always as objective. But I I've got to be honest, like for the year when you talk about the year, like how bad this is, like yesterday, I just wanted it over. Like I think about a, an ACC game on Wednesday. And it's like, you know, if we win, we got to play Duke again. Like, really? Like, <laughs> like, like, this is how this is how this is how this is going to go. Like, we got to play Duke again for a third time. Yeah. And they're coming I off mean, of a loss, a tragic, tragic, hilarious loss uh, last night against UNC. And, you know, with the big exactly what I didn't want. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like it doesn't matter. We don't match up well against them anyway. But right. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't help. No, I was hoping that they were going to go off on a good note. Everyone was going to be happy that they're going to carry Coach K off the court. No, I wasn't hoping for and that. And then either. you know, and then and then look, and then five days to sit here, maybe get a little overconfident, maybe a little rusty, and then who knows, maybe something happens. But now they're just going to be pissed off. 
they beat us by what 25 just yeah. whatever like it's and it's one of those things like i'm the same as you like i'm emotionally attached as well but like something about this i mean i'm also like you said somebody that can look at it and be like well like what i said yesterday at halftime like i just feel like they're gonna end up blowing it based upon what they've done the whole year so i it just i, I sat there yesterday unfazed I mean, I was happy when they were hitting shots, and I was hoping that they were going to get the W, and I'm like, okay, we're in good position. But I never once felt confident, and I sat there unfazed as there was turnover after turnover, that, that only was, because it was unexpected. And now, like you said, or not that it was expected. It was expected, yeah. Yes, and now we're sitting here, like you said, to the point where, like right now at this point, you're supposed to be like excited about this. You know what I mean? I, like, yeah, I, it's I, the postseason. Let's go. I was I I still watched a little bit of college basketball yesterday after the game. You know, I looked. I saw Murray State. They won their their tournament. Um, Ohio Valley Conference punched their ticket. I'm seeing these tournaments start to ramp up. This is when you're supposed to get excited about it. I mean, I'm still excited about the tournament because I'll still watch it regardless. Um, and but usually this is when you're excited. Like, okay, now it's time to go into the ACC tournament. Oh, it's usually it's we're March. in a position where we're like, okay, let's get a win or two, and we'll definitely be in the tournament, and let's see if we can get a little momentum. But now it's like we legit have to win out. Like I don't even know. Yeah, I don't remember the last time we've been in a situation where we had to win the tournament to make the tournament, other than maybe Jerry McNamara's senior year when they actually went and did. Right. Well, uh, highly unlikely. Like I said, uh, I, I, I don't want to lose against Florida State, but I don't want to play Duke. The way this season has gone, and, and we're still on the point I was, I was trying to make and bring up, is that um, the only bright spot is what Buddy did yesterday. And if he would have got one more point, he'd have got an even 600 points in ACC. Um, are in for the season, excuse me, but he does capture the ACC scoring title, which is hats off to him and everybody who poo pooed him. I mean, do you remember all of the uh, the buddies not good enough to play D one stuff? I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I'm old enough to remember that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, well yeah, and that's always going to be there. You know, yeah. and I mean, there were some individuals. I think that Jesse was a positive, even though he got hurt. I mean, there's always going to be the what could have happened, but we've had that before. We've had the Arinze Onuwaku injury at the end of the year or the Fab Mello injury or the can't play at the end of the year. Like what could have been with some of those teams? Um, because right now, obviously we're not, we don't, we don't have all the bullets in the chamber, so to speak. Right. So um, we're just going to have to see what happens. My thing is, is that wh- what do you do on Wednesday games at noon? Well, you got to freaking watch it from your phone at work somehow. Yeah, well, there's been times where it's been like, yeah, I'm going to take a half day or, hey, I'm going to work from home or, hey, I'm going to take a day off just to. And it's like, is that even worth it? I, well, I, first of point? all, I can't get days that quick, but no, it's not worth it. Yeah. And, and I hate to be like this. And this is what no, my other too. point was, is maybe that's why this this <laughs> show is one of the negatives of this show is that after a year like this, I am just like so fed up and I've said it off the air to Joe. And I'm just like, man, and this is this is just. The, the agony is just stringing out, and it's, like, so terrible. Right. And also what people don't understand as well, you know, the, the people listening that I have to deal with, is that if basketball doesn't end on a high note, 
then it's very, very hard to get Sean excited for football. <laughs> now, I know he said that he can't wait for football, but there's a huge, like, off-season, right? Yeah. And, I mean, we have a situation where we're going to have, what, uh, 7 p.m. on April 1st spring game that's going to be televised on ACC Network. Practice starts next week. I mean, there's going to be some news and some stuff coming out about football, and Sean's not going to want anything to do with it. I just, um, you know that, you know he's that, pretty much, he wants this to be over. I want I don't it even to know be, over. be able to get him an NCAA tournament uh, it, podcast. I, I don't mean, even know. I think Sean's going to go on like a two month hiatus. You know that gif with the dude in the shower and he's crying. <laughs> you know that gif? No. You know? <laughs> That's just your dream. <laughs> That's what I feel. That's what I feel like right now. I think I said something to Joe yesterday, and I say things when I'm angry, you know, that I don't mean, just like everybody else in fan feedback. That's why I give a little bit of a leash with fan feedback. But I was like, I just want the season to be over. I want basketball to be done. I don't want to watch another dribble. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. I don't want to watch another dribble off your knee. I don't want, you know, I don't want, I'm just, uh, I'm just totally frustrated. But, Buddy's got this scoring title. You're right. There are some good things. I mean, Benny, by the way, there, there was big, big controversy about Benny not being on the bench. I mean, he's got a lower body injury, right? Isn't that what it is? So what? we don't know what it is, right? Maybe he can't get around real well or something. Right. Maybe he's in a cast or a boot, or a, maybe not a cast, but like a boot or whatever. I mean, <laughs> I'm so stupid. I mean, people make Maybe mountains and, out of molehills yeah. so easily. And on top so of that, too. You know, oh, he's transferring. He That's it. He's done. He's gone. He's transferring. Yeah. If, and if he does have something like that, then obviously you wouldn't want that to be out there, right? I mean, Samir, Man, obviously he wasn't at the last game because he didn't travel in North Carolina. But he was on the bench this game, right? right. We already knew Jesse had a broken wrist, so it's okay for him to sit on the bench with a, a cast on. Yeah. Him, you know? well, he can't sit on the bench um, with a boot. We know what happened fit. to Samir Torrance, right? So we knew why the bandage was on his forehead, right? <laughs> right? We know what's going on there. Right now, it's just lower, lower body injury. Maybe they just didn't want to put him out there so that people couldn't speculate what type of injury it was. But from all accounts, what I heard, it was an injury that they I think they said four to six weeks, and it would be short term. In a normal season, he'd probably be back at some point. But because it's like four to six weeks, even if we had, had a postseason tournament, he wouldn't be back in time. So it's good that it's not uh, – Surgery not, doesn't needed seem anything. to be something Hopefully like not. that's going to – prohibit him from being able to you know get better in the offseason because that's the last thing we needed i mean i, I was speculating you told you tear an acl there there goes your summer there goes any progress you're probably not even going to be ready for the season but by the time it starts anyway so next year right. um glad that i heard that was that was good news that we we heard a couple from a couple days ago so but at the end of the day, we talked about this coming into it, man. I mean, we knew that we had didn't have an athletic team. We knew that we were not great with the ball, not great with 50-50, and that sometimes, like you said, there's the, the lack of hustle because I think some people get in their, you know, Joe, Joe Gerard gets in his head and all of a sudden, you know, he's not reacting because he missed a shot and then they came down and made a shot, and now he's not even attempting or thinking about trying to get open to break the press, right? So he allows the team – you know, the defense to, to set up. And I mean, there's a lot of things that you, you, you know, you just always got to be locked into the game. And I feel like we just had so many spells where people would get in their own way mentally. And, and then obviously with all the limitations, we knew we weren't going to be able to, we had, pro- we had problems last year, breaking the press. Yeah. We had we did. bring the ball up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, a, it was definitely, uh, a, it was definitely a problem last year too. Same thing. It's worse this year, obviously. I think Samir would have. And obvious, 
and coming from a, a fan's perspective, some fans fans are like, okay, so we've had to have our power forward bring the ball up successfully against tough teams, like two out of the three last years. Uh, we need to fix that, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Um, speaking of turnovers, I mean, you heard coach; they're pretty much the dagger. We I ran you through the last minute of play. It was turnover. It was three turnovers in that whole in that whole um, sequence there. Uh, Cole went from thirty six points. To against UNC to to six points, and just was taken out of the game essentially. And it's been another problem this year getting the consistency out of everybody except for Buddy. Buddy's had a couple bad games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I get it. But let's be honest. Dude's averaging over nineteen points a game. He's been killing it. He's the most consistent scorer this team's had all year. And uh, just he couldn't be joined by anybody really. And it's just. As many points as we scored, there was always someone to step up, which is fantastic. The problem is, is, is in, which is, you know, obvious. Is, you know, Buddy's getting a lot of attention. Cole's, you know, he's had trouble here and there, but he came a long way. I'm happy about that. There was some rumors. Uh, well, not rumors, but I guess they, well, yeah, rumors, essentially. He's undecided. He's, he's undecided, I guess, kind of still. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens there with Cole, but. I wouldn't expect them to come back, um, but it was a Syracuse.com headline. I don't read Syracuse.com because they want to charge me money, but the headline's there. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I was down at the Dakota tweet, actually, but I'm sure they wrote something on it. So um, Coach said it was embarrassing. It shouldn't happen. They're awful against uh, pressure, and yes, it was embarrassing. It was terrible, and um, I was very, uh, it was very disappointing, and I mean, that's all you can really say about it. You know, the one game you, you really wanted – you really wanted to win, right? And um, to avoid the losing season thing, right? No one, I mean, that's like 53 years. 53 years ago was the last losing season for Syracuse. So it hurts. It sucks. I understand everybody's anger. I really do. So uh, anyways, all right. It is time to hear from you. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right, we're going to do a little fan feedback for the last time of the regular season. Uh, look, where is it? Uh, forgive me, I'm so unorganized. Um, before we get into that, let's hear from the folks over at, at, at Athletic Greens. Tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything, plus it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune support and vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit Athletic athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition. Uh, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform free to download news, talk to us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. All you need to do is go to the ColorCast app in your iOS or Android store, download that thing, create a profile, link up your Twitter, um, and join whatever league or group that interests you. Follow us at Cuse Militia to be notified when our room goes live. I wanted to do something in the postseason, but I will be working. So we'll have to see what happens with the remainder of the postseason. Shall there be one? Thank you, Athletic Greens. Thank you, ColorCast. All right. Let's see what we've got here. Let's start with Facebook. And some of these are just going to get rolled through. Um, let's see. All right. Nadal, top fan, Nadal, on Facebook. He says, that was a classic Syracuse game in every respect for the year. No one should have different have expected anything different. So, uh, look... I guess I was just overly optimistic. And it's tough not to be, but especially in the second half, Joe, and they go up by, I think, 18 was when they did that. And they, they came out on fire. And then just you could watch it slowly collapse. It didn't happen fast, but it got to within six pretty quick. You know, they went on a run there. 
uh, before they went on the 10 over on at the end of the game. And just to his point, kind of capped off the year. Like, that's it. In a nutshell, that last minute, not being able to close out games was the season in a nutshell. So, Peter on Facebook. Sad to watch, can't even comprehend Syracuse, not even one of the top 70 70 teams in the country. This team is so undisciplined. 30-foot jumpers are a norm. It's time to find a new coach and try to rebuild this sad program. Uh, When, you know, when I hear fans talk about that and I get it and I understand the frustration and I think we all kind of feel it after this year but we how quickly we forget the run that Syracuse went on last year uh, making this sweet 16 right so the year before that season was canceled postseason was canceled um, year before that 1819 they were you know out in the first round um, but the year before that 1718 was another six uh, sweet 16 run yeah so i mean you can go back through two final fours since 2012-13 um it's a one bad year it was the worst year in the acc by the way um and well yeah obviously well yeah i mean it's the worst year in but, 50 years 53 so anyways uh Sean on Facebook, Gerard belongs at Lemoyne like his father, and Coach B needs to go down, go go away with his sons. Disgusting. Mm. So this is just, I mean, I don't have much commentary on that, but that's it's just that's an emotional comment. Yes, it is obviously. So um, we know what, what the deal is with Coach, right? Go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know people want him gone, and I mean, I'm, I'm, they they have a plan in place. Doesn't sound like he's going to be there forever. Glad plan in place uh at mahiria underscore 10 sean i know you defend Bayheim. you have a right to but that was poor coaching i hate the iso offense inexcusable to lose a seven point lead in a minute don't care about the refs cues did not execute or play well just disgusting worst collapse in recent memory well let's work this backwards worst collapse i've seen in one minute to end any basketball game having to do with Syracuse that I can remember. Uh, I mean, no. there's one that you can think of that was worse. But let me know. We've seen a couple. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a couple, but that was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. 10 run in, you know, a little over a minute. Um, the refs sucked, but you're right. I don't care about the refs either at this point. It's just par for the course. We know what we're getting uh, going into every game. With the rest. Yeah. Like I just think it's a surprise there anymore. No, there's a couple. I mean, you see at the end of the game, Charlie Moore had all those steals and stuff like that. And that was wait. That's what I was saying. I was waiting for a whistle. Something. Well, he in. probably should have already been fouled out. All the crap that he was doing to Joe and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, Joe got that was going on. hit above the neck a couple of times too. Yeah. Well, there was one hand check when Buddy was just trying to get around a pick, trying to scoot around the front of a pick. And he barely had the back of his hand, I think, on um, – I don't remember who it was, but was called for the foul. It was, yeah. like, totally ridiculous. And, um, you know. But anyways, with the, with the refs, we know what we're getting. Um, inexcusable loses seven-point lead in under a minute – or in a minute. Yes, we know. Poor coaching. The one coaching thing, I guess, was the is the questionable thing that I could be a little bit 
you know, critical of was the not calling, you know, maybe coach should have jumped in, probably should have jumped in when Cole had the ball just over half court and should have called the timeout there. Obviously Cole was struggling. No one was really, the other thing is, is it's just like you watch everybody else on offense, just watching Cole, you know, it's not like a ton of movement for, to get him help or anything. It's just, don't it's the just, players have like, to call it though? Oh, that's right. The coach can't call a timeout anymore. I think in, under, can. in under two minutes, right? No, I don't think they can live ball. Oh, you're right. Live ball has got to be the player, I believe. You're right, but that's a new rule, though, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, I thought it was a new rule. I thought that was a new rule or somewhat <laughs> recent. But you're right, so he couldn't even do that. Um, I don't know. I don't know then. I mean, it was the turnovers. That's on the players. And that's yeah. not that's not defending Bayheim, but that's just that's just fact. I mean, if you want to say, well, you know, the players should know better and you can go resort back to the bad coaching on that, I guess that's one thing. But no. those turnovers and all that stuff, that was on the players. The bad shot Joe took, the dribbling around crap, that was on Joe. <laughs> They're not blocking out. They're not that's... blocking out. Was I mean, okay, well, maybe John Bull shouldn't be in there, right? And that was the one thing, right? That's why they got brought up in the presser, because why was John Bowen? Well, John Bowen was in because Frank Anselm had a turnover, and he had two times that he was tied up for possession. So at the end of the day, he's not a guy out there that we need to break the press. So, you know, you kind of go one for one, but then John Bowen got stuck in there, and then Frank couldn't be into the rebounding position. Because you could argue that if Frank's in that position, then maybe that guy doesn't get that rebound, because John Bowen didn't do a great job there at all. Right. But again, he was doing it to break the press and then he got caught out there and you can't sub before the first free throw. Yeah. That's unfortunate. The whole thing. So yeah. Brutal end for seniors, but this whole season has been horrid. Can't keep a lead. Can't close out games. Can't play two complete halves at SU Hoops 424. Yeah, brutal for the seniors. I mean, we all know, obviously, uh, what we're losing there, and you didn't come out and play, and that's unfortunate. Well, they did come out and play. It's not totally fair to say, but that is yeah. unfortunate. Um, you know, to end this like this, I felt like when you have all these circumstantial things that, to some degree, should be... Um, should be a recipe for winning at all costs something so well the problem is is that you have a situation like this where you just got just you know a tough team like miami who's going to wear down a team that isn't good at handling the press and you know physical you know type of play and not great with holding on to the ball and stuff like that and you're just going to eventually wear them down so you don't even have to you just got to keep stay within striking distance and just wait until the other team just gets tired. And I think that that was a situation yesterday. It was exactly what it was. Um, not even that those guys didn't come and play, but you know, I mean, you have buddy who he led the ACC in, in points per game and in, in points. Right. But he also led in minutes. He averaged over 38 minutes a game. And the last two games, we've only had seven scholarship players. Um, when you play a game like that, you're going to be tired near the end. And this isn't me making excuses for people making mistakes, but it's those kind of things. Um, like Miami, they could sub their guys in and bring in different waves of defenders to tire us out. And then at the end of the game, their main defenders and their starters had enough gas to go out there and do what they did that last minute. 
Right. Uh, well, let's do one more. At JJ Valerio SC, no coincidence that he has his first losing season at Syracuse with his two sons starting. I'm predicting a mass exodus in the transfer portal. I would, if this is a buy, sell, or hold, man, I'm selling big time on that. I don't, I don't feel like there's going to be a huge exodus in the transfer portal. I just don't. I don't. I if feel anybody, like... we're losing so many people. Um, and we know like Samir, Benny, Jesse, and probably Frank. I mean, Frank might be, you know, but it really depends. He's still young. Um, so he'll have his time to be the starter here once Jesse leaves. The only one I can see that makes sense to me is John Bolzak. Yeah, Other than that, maybe. We're bringing, you're going to be bringing in five to seven players yeah. for the first year anyway. So, uh, One more. I lied. One more. At Gerard's haircut, Joe Gerard ruins my life. And that's, <laughs> that's the winner there. There I was guess. some good feed, fan feedback. There was a lot of like back and forth um, there was. conversation. There's, there there's, was video. Yes, that was, um, that was Nadal. Obviously, it, I can't do it justice. Um, but if you go to Facebook and look at Nadal's comment, um, there is a uh, there's a video of a guy saying Syracuse ruined 41 years of his life, and then he gets <laughs> he gets slapped. I'm I'm assuming it's his pops in front of him. Uh, gets kind of slapped a little bit and tells him to calm down, uh, you know, which is funny. So yeah, there's some good back and forth on the threads. Just go there and check it out. Um, uh, you know, so anyways, as always, uh, guys, I appreciate you, you coming to, coming to the socials and, um, yes, giving us the feedback and, you know, I just We're here for you. Uh, yes. And I noticed that some of the, we, we've been through the fan feedback. I'm just going to tell you right now, cause Joe doesn't even know some of it didn't get recorded. So, uh, <laughs> Joe, yeah, I look, I thought I was having technical difficulties, but all I really had was uh, I turned down the wrong, I turned down, I, I, I turned down the volume on the wrong channel, and it muted Joe, and so I had um, been clicking on a bunch of stuff, and I yes, I stopped the recording. The whole middle of fan feedback is only just a conversation between me and you, Joe, and I'm very sorry about that. Okay. Yeah. It's just so fitting. But anyways, the, the, I really do appreciate all you guys. If fan feedback seems short. That's why. So, uh, uh, But I do appreciate you guys. Really do. Joe and I both do. We're both going through and read a lot of that stuff. The back and forth is great. Some of it's ridiculous, but a lot of it's great, and we really appreciate it. So, all right. With yeah. that said, we got at least one more episode for fan feedback. So, so uh, bring something original. And uh, we will discuss it here. All right, Joe, the all-time series between Syracuse and Florida State sits at 8-6 and six in favor of the Orange. Uh, games this year, each team won on the road. The first game in December was 63-60 win for Syracuse. Swider and Gerard, 16 points. Edwards, 12 rebounds. Swider with 10 rebounds. And then the most recent game here in January, in the middle of January, uh, at, at the Dome, 71 or 76-71 loss for Syracuse. Buddy with 18 points. Ken Palm actually has, uh, in his analytics, has Florida State ranked 102nd with an adjusted offense uh, at 122nd 
and an adjusted defense at 95. So uh, Florida State is currently on a three-game win streak right now over Virginia, Notre Dame, and NC State, but they've only won four of their last 12. There's a six-game skid in there against Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, Clemson, Wake Forest, Pitt, and North Carolina. So, Joe, uh, you know, we've seen this team twice. This is kind of the rubber match, uh, ACC tournament game. So two close games. This time it's on a neutral court. I don't know who that helps since they both won on the road. If it helps anybody, it helps Syracuse, I suppose, being in, the, being in Brooklyn, right? But um, how do you see it? So this is a situation. You remember earlier in the season when I said that the first time we played them, you know, it was a good team to play early because they were trying to figure stuff out, right? Um, yes, right. A bunch of younger guys. And yes. Some, some, tra- some transfers and stuff, and we ended up winning. Um, well, after that, they seem to have kind of gotten uh, their stuff together, and they actually, um, after losing a game against Wake Forest um, early um, to give them, I think they were 7-5 and five or something, they went on a run where they beat Louisville, Miami twice, Syracuse, and this is obviously when they came to the Dome and beat us, and then Duke and um, – Duke, and then there was a game in there, North Florida. So uh, they went on a six-game winning streak and put them to 13-5, and five, and that looked like Florida State was, you know, I mean, it was going to look like possibly they could be a quad one win for us. Um, but then they had uh, Anthony Polite and Caleb Mills, uh, two of the better players, better scores, reasons why they beat us the second time. They got hurt. So then Florida State, they, you know, missing some of their two better players, that is when they went on that skid and, and, and started losing against some of those teams that they should have been able to, to beat if they were healthy. Um, so they've had a situation where a lot of younger players have had to step up and, and learn how to play, grow, um, and they ended up beating Clemson, got beat up by Duke a little bit, got beat up by Boston College, but they just got polite back and then Caleb Mills just came back in this NC state game. And as you can see, um, they're on a three game winning streak, one at Virginia and beating Notre Dame. Those aren't easy. And then they took care of NC state, um, rather easily. So now you have a situation where, I mean, they were 13 and five and now they're 17 and 13 and they're in a situation, obviously, um, similar to us because they're probably going to have to go and win the tournament. Um, but this team is, is getting better and getting all their guys in healthier at the right time, um, which is exactly the opposite for us. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it not one bit. I don't think it looks good. Um, you know, I think that you're going to get your wish uh, at noon on Wednesday. Well, hold on, uh, hold on. It's not really a wish. I, 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 I just, in all fairness, I don't want to win against Florida State and then go get our go get waxed by Duke again. And that's what would happen. I know. I really don't want that. Right. But I want to win. So it's like. And when I look at Florida State and the way they've been playing, and now they're getting healthy and getting their guys back, and then obviously their bench, they had to grow up. So now guys that have been playing this whole time that maybe weren't playing as much before because they had their main rotation, now those guys are more ready to play. So this is a deeper team. And to be perfectly honest with you, like I, this could be a team that actually does go on a run. In uh, it's ACC possible. Tournament. Yeah, I mean they have a definitely have a better chance of beating Duke than we do. They've already done it this year, right? So, um, 
that's that. Not to say that the, they're definitely going to beat us because, I mean, I think we've been in games with everybody not named Duke in this conference all year. But I think that Florida State, their main guys are older guys. They were their scorers. I mean, Caleb Mills scored a bunch against us uh, second time we played. And those are their guys, and they're back. And, I mean, I think that those guys don't get injured, then this is easily – I mean, probably getting a double bye in the ACC tournament. They were they shouldn't have lost to Georgia Tech and Clemson and Wake Forest. Or they lost to Wake Forest twice, but Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, is a pretty good team. Boston College. I mean, they would have had four other wins probably if they didn't have these injuries. Um, and you're looking at a tournament team, so they're way better than what their record is. And um, it kind of sucks that they're in the position they're in now because they shouldn't be in a position to where they have to play Duke. But I think they're a team that can beat them, and who knows? They might go on a run. You beat Duke, you could go and you could win the tournament. Yeah, it's possible. Obviously, that's the that's the juggernaut, right? So, um, all right. And I just thought of something. We're recording on Skype because I, you know, I always record on Skype so we could pull clips if we want to. And um, I'm just gonna have to record the show through that. So it just might be up a little bit later than I'd like it to. But I'll ha- I do have it all, Joe. Just so you know. Okay. Backup plan. Look at you. See? Didn't even know I had one. So are you picking scores? I suppose. Joe, I suppose. I suppose. uh, Huh? Did you win? No. Um, You won the year, Joe. I know I did this prematurely last episode, but you... Take the crown this this season for basketball, and um, oh, good I'll hit them all. For you. I'll, I'll hit them all. And so you'll take the crown this year for basketball. I took football, so it's only fair we, we split the sports this season. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, it was close, though. It was close. So it ended up being – what did it end up being? Nine to seven to one, you won. So okay. you, you beat me by, by, by two there. I needed this one to tie, and then we went to the Florida State game and and seen what right. happened there. And we'd keep going, I guess, until well, we got an oddball. Hopefully, I didn't have I didn't have a speech prepared, but um, <laughs> thank God, I, thank God. I, uh, Could you imagine if he pre- actually prepared something? It'd probably be an hour long. <laughs> oh come on, I'm not dominating. Um, <laughs> Look, you know, even though I won, uh, just kind of like Buddy what, what winning, winning the uh, the scoring title, um, you know, winning's more important, you know, as far as the team. And even though I won, I felt like I've lost because we're just that we're not bad. in postseason. So yeah, well, kind of caught me off guard there. So, and you got the sniffles. You got allergies. What the hell's going on with you? Yeah, it's like really hot down here. It's starting. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, it's the premature spring. Everybody's getting it right now. It's like uh, yeah. it's eighty degrees here in Virginia yep. Beach. Um, okay, so uh, I went first last uh, against um, with, uh, for the for um, Florida State for the Miami game. So it is your turn to go first, Joe. What do you got? Uh. Uh, I'm gonna uh, go Florida State. Florida State seventy-seven, Syracuse seventy. 
Okay. I. I'm. I'm telling you. And I might speak this into existence. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna say. Syracuse. Seventy. Two. No, I scratched that. I did not do this beforehand, as you can tell. Let's go Syracuse 75, Florida State 72. So I'm going to take... Really? Yes, yes. Okay. I mean, I've already lost, so... I mean, yeah, what I'm do you trying, got to lose, right? Yeah, what do I got to lose? I'm just trying something different here. So um, I'm going to take I'm gonna take Cuse in winning um, in dramatic fashion in a game that probably is not going to mean diddly squat, which is so Syracuse at this point in the season, because then mm-hmm. they're just going to get go and get waxed by Duke. So um, that's typical, and that's how I feel the 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 season. We we don't deserve it, but it's what it's what we might get. Um, it's just how I feel. If things could be any worse, they couldn't. No. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, I hope that we can get Cy back for this one, you know, at least get us some type of, yeah, some, that would be uh, awesome. you know, for the guard, for the guard position. That would be yeah. really, that might help out. But I mean, it's, it's seriously a situation where, I mean, even if a miracle were to happen to where we win the first two games, like if Cy isn't healthy and we don't have a crazy amount of luck on our side, like, there's no way that we're going to win four games in four days with seven scholarship players available. Yeah. Even if it would be a position, be so Syracuse to go beat Duke and then still lose. That's true. And then not win the tournament and what, go to the NIT? That would At that point, you could. Season. At that point, you could go to the NIT, I think. I'm that not sure. Our, if... That would save our 500 season. But that's Syracuse yeah. in the past. It's not this Syracuse team. I just – just make too many mistakes. It's like cursed, cursed. Like I don't know. Like someone, someone played with a freaking Ouija board or something. It's just that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Who did like it? There's somebody, somebody out there holding like an Otto the Orange like doll. Yeah, like a voodoo, voodoo doll. doll. I mean, what's going on? It controls the basketball game. Someone's playing a Ouija board. Someone's got some some voodoo going on. I don't know. It's nope. probably stab, one of you they on stab, Twitter. Stab Otto in the hand and Joe Girard dribbles out of bounds. <laughs> dribbles off his knee trying to fake for a foul, <laughs> trying to flop. Uh, yeah, that's typical. And look, look, at the end of the day, we're still orange-blooded homers. Oh, yeah. And, you know, despite everything, still love coming on here and talking about it, good, bad, or ugly. And we appreciate all of you that hung with us this year. Uh, Look, we will be back, win or lose, on Thursday. So we'll see you then. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.